my babies. Welcome back to another episode. It's your girl Majine, aka Mama Maj. My pronouns are she, her, and hers, and you are listening to Mama Majism. This is our coherent breathing exercise week. So without any further delay, we are going to go ahead and get into that. Get in a comfortable position if you'd wish. And let's get started. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. 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 Kicking it up. Inhale, two, three, four, five. Exhale, two, three, four, five. Inhale, two, three, four, five. Exhale, two, three, four, five. Inhale, two, three, four, five. Exhale, two, three, four, five. Inhale, two, three, four, five. Exhale, two, three, four, five. Inhale, two, three, four, five. Exhale, two, three, four, five. Inhale, two, three, four, five. Exhale, two, three, four, five. Inhale, two, three, four, five. Exhale, two, three, four, five. Inhale, two, three, four, five. Exhale, two, three, four, five. Going up. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, 
four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. All right, go back to breathing regularly. We are done. Good job. (laughs) We finished our coherent breathing exercise for today. Thank you so much for doing that with me. Now let's go ahead and get on with our episode. Hello, my babies. Welcome back to another episode. It's your girl Majine, aka Mama Maj. My pronouns are she, her, and you are listening to Mama Majism. Thank you for deciding to listen in on this talk of love and honest conversation. So let's get into it. By the time you finish this episode, you will know the top five things I learned during the pandemic. The things I learned may be similar to yours or completely the opposite. We've all had our own journey within this pandemic that led to some sort of discovery within ourselves or even about the world around us. This episode is me unpacking those things with you. So let's get it. I'm not saying that, okay, this is me saying the pandemic is over. Like, no, we're still in it completely. But uh, it's been a year. Can you believe it? So, okay, let's start. (laughs) Top five things. Number one. The first thing that I learned uh, in this pandemic is that time spent with self is so necessary. It is a thousand percent necessary. Uh, For those of you who know or remember, the beginning of the, uh, the pandemic was really hard for me because I was actually still dealing with and facing heartbreak. Um... And I had got out of a long-term relationship maybe a couple months prior. So having to deal with that by myself because I was following the stay-at-home orders was just not the business, but it had to be done. And for the best, honestly, because as I've mentioned before, I was definitely going down a dark hole where I was really just doing whatever to feel something. And... I like to think that it was kind of like divine intervention 
also to kind of just help me get back on the right track. And aside from that, I was also trying to figure out how unemployment worked because I'd never had to file for unemployment before, even though my job put me on for a low. So I was technically still a part of the company. I just didn't have any shifts, of course, because we were closed for the time being. So I was like, what, how am I supposed to pay bills? Like, I'm not understanding. So I had to figure out how to apply for unemployment, pray that I got the most amount that they offered um, and then have to get paid bi-weekly. Ugh, like I'm not used to that life. <laughs> I'm usually with my job, I get paid weekly. So I was like, what is this? What is going on? So trying to basically dealing with all of that, the heartbreak, filing for unemployment. Um, I also had to relearn how to love myself because being in that relationship, I completely lost sight of that part that I needed to nurture because cultivating any type of relationship, whether it's with yourself or with someone else, you have, it's a verb. It's something that you actively have to continue to do. And while I was in that relationship, I was so focused on my partner that I was not, I was not interested in providing that same love for myself, which I feel like really shot me in the foot at the end of the day, because then I had to have these moments where I was sitting at my house by myself for hours at a time trying to figure out what to do with my life um, other than cry and eat junk food, right? So it was really important for me to spend that time with myself. The second thing that I learned was um, the importance of taking a step back and essentially, metaphorically speaking, allowing light to come in. So I, before pre-pandemic, I was working like crazy. I was always at work, seeing my coworkers every single day, basically. But they were my life. My job was my life. And so because of that, I started to have these feelings of resentment and jealousy toward my coworkers who um, clicked up and became super close because I wasn't a part of that. And I started to feel slighted because I'm like, I've been here for years and I feel like nobody appreciates the me that I am at work. But outside of work, everybody loves me. Like everybody sees, you know, <laughs> everybody sees. Who, do you see where I'm going with this? My ego was going a mile a minute talking and thinking about all the ways that I'm so amazing and, and great and how my coworkers don't see it and it's their loss. But I'm still pissed about it, jealous about it, insecure about it and like resentful about the situation. And it wasn't until this time in the pandemic where I had to be to myself where I just woke up and was like, why did I care so much? I mean, I get it. I understand why I cared so much because I was seeing these people every day and I just felt like I was left out of the picture and it just didn't it just didn't feel good. And, you know, as humans, we feel things and I understand why I felt that way. But spending this time and like not being with him every day, it's kind of like a, oh, like it. It, I think if anything, it just showed me that I was putting too much of my time, emotion and energy into um, things that in hindsight, like didn't not that it didn't matter, but they didn't feed my soul in the way that it needed to. So if anything, that should have just been an indicator for me to redirect my attention and my energy into things that fed me more spiritually and mentally, if that makes sense. So that was something that I learned and really just that that jealousy and that resentment was based out of my ego 
And I have been spending a lot of time working on um, not allowing my ego to win most of the battles that I have internally, right? Um, and a part of that is taking a step back and like reassessing the situation and asking myself at the end of the day, what really truly matters? Like who feeds my soul? What makes me feel good inside? Not just for the moment, but for, for the long run, the pandemic has definitely helped to kind of highlight the answer to that question for myself. The third lesson that I learned was that, um, the retrograde and these lessons that they're meant to teach you. For the longest time, I had no idea what the retrograde even was about. I still kind of don't really. Um, I just know the jokes on Twitter when they're like, oh, Mercury must be in Gatorade today or something because, you know, shit's going sideways. Um, but it wasn't until I came across this specific TikTok video, of course, and they were kind of explaining that retrograde is basically like when you're in school and you're sitting down and taking your final exam. So when we're in retrograde, we're essentially the, the essentially the universe is throwing lessons at us that we should have learned. Right. So that's why X's come back into the picture or uh, you feel like you're repeating the same thing over and over. And you're like, why does this keep happening around the same time? Well, it's because it's the universe trying to test to see if you really did learn your lesson because of course you could be like oh I'm out of that toxic relationship I've learned my lesson but if so-and-so comes knocking on your door in two weeks are you really going to ignore that call or are you going to block that number because you know that at the end of the day it's not serving you in the way that you need it to be served this is what the retrograde is about at least this is how I understand mercury retrograde to be about if I'm wrong please let me know but also please don't because it, it clicked for me and it made me realize like, oh, so this, this game of life is really just like we're all in a classroom and the universe is just trying to teach us things all the time, like, which makes more sense to me. So don't ruin, don't ruin this for me, but also I kind of do want to know because I don't want to spread misinformation. But I will say that that is how I now have come to understand what it means when, they, when people say that we are in retrograde. Um, and I know that it's also not a time for you to start trying to set intentions and manifest and stuff. Just kind of like buckle up and prepare for the ride. And once retrograde is over, then you can reassess and plan your manifestations and intentions accordingly. <laughs> the fourth lesson that I learned during this quarantine time um, is that it's okay to meet people where they're at. And that can be, that can really translate into anything. But for me, um, one of those things is that in this pandemic, um, there I, I had actually seen a post recently where it was like, oh, this is now the time where you can see who was really there for you, who checked up on you during the pandemic and all this other stuff. And it was like, no, this pandemic was tough for a lot of people. So for you to be like, oh, if you didn't check on me during this time, you ain't shit, you ain't a good friend. Like we all have our lives that we live. We all have so much shit going on right now that it's really hard to try and keep track of all of the moving pieces. So that's not fair to your friends to say, oh, you didn't care about me because you didn't like, did you check on them? And if you did and they didn't get back to you, it, that could be another story. But also, again, we're all working with different abilities here. Like some people are able to handle a lot of stress, high level stress situations and still be able to get back to you. But others, myself included, just don't know how to balance it all. So sometimes I'll have people reach out to me and I'm like, I mentally cannot deal right now. 
I will get back to you later and then I might forget. But that's not because I don't love you or care about you. It's just because life, you know, (laughs) it's just life. You got to let people do what they do. Um, And again, that's honestly another thing of the ego. When you feel like you are the center of everybody else's universe, you can't be the main character to in everyone's life. You can be the main character in your own life, but you are not the main character in somebody else's life. They are their own main character. You got to let them main character. Okay. That's just your ego talking. So keep your ego in check and we'll be okay. But another way to look at this is also when um, meeting people where they're at in terms of like being woke, I really wish there was another word for this because now when I hear the word work, I'm just like, I mean woke. When I hear the word woke, I'm just like over it. But you have to remember that we all started somewhere. Some people have limited knowledge on certain things and you have to be patient enough to either provide them with that information or allow them to find it on their own. But you can't be mad at somebody for not being where you are mentally, spiritually, whatever the case may be. Um, because you have to remember that you had to get there at some point too. Somebody either showed you the way or you found it yourself, but you can't expect that, oh, well, now that I know this piece of information, everybody else should too. And if they don't by now, then they're doing it wrong or they suck. Like, no, meet people where they're at, help them or something. Um, And this is how I feel with the whole ego thing. Like now that I'm hyper aware of my ego, When people tell me certain things, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, that's a thousand percent your ego. All you got to do is drop your ego. But I can't just like say that because a lot of people aren't where I'm at with this ego thing right now. Right. So I have to find ways to kind of meet them where they're at, because if I say it the way that I'm thinking it, it's just not going to make sense or it's not going to click or connect with the audience the way that it needs to. So meet people where they're at and know your audience. You got to know your audience in order to meet them where they're at. Just saying. And the last thing that I learned is that things will never be the same. But uh, that's kind of the point. And that's okay. Like once we are finally able to leave our houses and and do things, it's not going to look the same as pre-COVID. So you should probably start setting your expectations up now because or rearranging your expectations, I should say, because I know a lot of people who are like, oh, I can't wait to uh, do this, that and the third. And I'm like, "Okay, but remember that it's probably not going to look and or feel the same that it did before. It's really hard to recreate a memory. So just focus on creating new ones, you know, working with what you got and going from there, because sorry to tell you, but it's. I can almost guarantee that it's not going to come out the same way that it did before because that's just how life works. Have you ever tried to recreate a memory? That shit's damn near impossible. I remember I used to do that as a kid. We would come up with a game and it's super fun and then we try and recreate it and it just doesn't hit the same. Like, yeah, that that's that's the same situation. So just make sure that you're managing your expectations when you do eventually go back out into the world because it's not going to look the same. And you have to kind of just roll with the punches just like we've been doing this whole entire time. So honestly nothing new (laughs) and um yeah that's really all those are the lessons that I've learned um during this pandemic time and I like to call the pandemic the panty so this is what I learned during the panty and as for the challenge I challenge all of you to really just reflect on some of the things that you learned in this year because a lot of us did not expect this to go past like a month or two right and here we are a year and some change later, still going through it. And honestly, we're going to continue to go through it because once we 
once they start, you know, dishing out the vaccines and stuff and more people are able to go out, now we're going to have to deal with the after effects of that, right? People are still, it's still going to be around just in a different light. And it's not, hopefully not going to be as bad as it was in this past year. So there are a lot of expectations to be managed and there's a lot of patience to be had as well. So take all of that with a group, take all of that, do what you want with it. But I just really hope that you take the time to think about, you know, the lessons you learned and be proud of yourself. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of me. We survived a pandemic. Honestly, us millennials, zillennials, Gen Z, whoever the hell else is alive, like we've been through some shit and we're still here kicking it, making it work. I am so proud. And you should be too. And you know, it's going to take a whole lot to kill a bad bitch. So <laughs> I just always wanted to say that. Y'all know I don't, I don't like to use the, the word bitch, but yeah. Okay. But that's all I have for y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see y'all next week. And uh, yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to check out my website, mamamajism.com to stay updated on new episodes, blog posts, and exclusive features. If you like this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend, as well as leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe, like, or follow on all the socials at Mama Majism. Mama Majism is recorded, mixed, and produced by Majine. The meditation music is provided by Chris Collins at IndieMusicBox.com. The theme music is provided by DPV Unknown, and the song is titled Here, If... Until we meet again, please be kind to one another. And from the bottom of my heart, I love you. I'm feeling so far.